Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let me try to bring him back. <laughs> Let me try to re-invoke the spirit of Come Rose. On. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's here i feel him he's, he's, he's here, here again he's back yes. <laughs> what's good what's going on welcome back to another episode of dx daily this podcast is brought to you by hip-hop dx and here's where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip-hop music culture i'm one of your lovely hosts asia sky and i'm your other host a dub it is thursday and surprisingly you know it's not all about drake and kanye west today for once thankfully for the first time in two weeks Yes. We got some other things going on. All right, so Diddy has been spotted out with Future's baby mom, and he's fueling dating rumors with this young lady, Joey Chavis. Also, Nipsey Hussle's estate is suing fake merch companies. Rick Ross is plotting his 2021 return, and he says he's coming back with his best album ever. Drake's certified, oh, see, there it is. Just when I thought there was no Drake. <laughs> It's here. Certified Lover Boy is set for the biggest first week sales in hip hop since Drake's last album. There you go. Not surprising. Also, Baby Keem has his new album on the way. And also, Boosie is bringing his life story to the big screen. Yeah, he's got a new movie on the way. Let's get down to it. All right, let's kick it off with Brother Love, <laughs> a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, Puffy. Um, am I missing any of his names that he's gone through? He's a man of many names. I think there's like a new one every second. I can't keep up with the Diddy name change. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Diddy is fueling new dating rumors again after we just thought he was dating Young Miami a few weeks ago. Yes, yeah, so some people caught him out in Italy. He was there uh, celebrating his daughters walking in the Dolce & Gabbana fashion show in Venice. So Looking gorgeous, looking beautiful, looking amazing. Yes, rich people activities going on. <laughs> yes. And, and so they were on a yacht, it looks like, and paparazzi caught him and the woman, Joey or Joy Chavis, on the yacht kissing on Diddy, like actually PDA. Yes, and the reason why we know Joey Chavis or we've seen her name before, um, she has dated Future in the past and she's also dated Bow Wow. She does have a career in her own, right? She's a dancer or a choreographer, but the main reason I always hear her name is because of future bow wow and now diddy yes yeah, she's been i guess popular i guess because she does the tiktoks with um bow wow and her daughter yeah her, whose name is shy she's a superstar in herself so yeah. i'm not surprised she's been uh getting known off those tiktoks with shy for short <laughs> <laughs> and she also uh ha- does have a son with future indeed his name is hendrix mm-hmm so yeah, now that people are seeing those two together, they're saying, what happened with Diddy and Young Miami? We, we don't know. What do you think happened? Do you think it was just a fling? Do you think they were really together? Or did we just 
just gas it up and want it to be that. And they were just, you know, out on a couple of dates and now it's on to the next. I feel like it's maybe just on to the next because we really didn't see a lot of PDA like we did from Diddy and Joey on this yacht right now. We just saw the slip up video to Young Miami's that could have been her close friends section <laughs> where she was leaned up on Diddy in the club. But um, I mean, hey, probably Young Miami on somebody else, too. So I'm, I'm not surprised here. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go on to uh, more serious matters. Now, the estate of Nipsey Hussle is suing some merch companies because they're out here selling fake Nipsey Hussle merchandise. As you know, his brand was TMC, the Marathon Clothing, the Marathon, the Marathon Continues. It was a whole brand, a whole movement that people were rocking with before Nipsey passed away. And now people have decided to pounce on that and try to profit off of that since Nipsey's gone. So Nipsey's brother and also the estate administrator, Sam, he had filed the suit against several entities that the estate believes are behind a bunch of e-commerce websites because they own the rights to, you know, the Crenshaw logo for clothing and another clothing line called South Central State of Mind and a couple others that they own. And these companies or sellers that are operating out of China have been making basically bad bootlegs of these because they're saying like some of the spelling is off and right. the design is off. Like you can clearly tell it's fake or not the real marathon type of clothing. Right. So they're doing what they can to, you know, get these damages and, you know, get this money paid for because they're still in the logo. They're still in the sauce, man. You can't, you cannot duplicate the sauce now what i thought was interesting was they're targeting these uh sales these e-commerce sites specifically to people in illinois so Mm. i don't know what it is in illinois or why people are gullible enough to be buying the fake marathon clothing out in illinois specifically Mm. but that's where a lot of these sites are targeted to so the case is actually going to be taking place in illinois and that's why the lawsuit was filed there Mm, got you now according to the lawsuit the telltale signs uh do include misspellings like you said They're having similar checkout methods as the Marathon Clothing site. So they're setting up the sites to look like the actual site. Mm -hmm. It's just real fraudulent, real scammy, real shady and shysty, okay? Don't don't do that to Nipsey, man. Do that to somebody else. Now, they do want their $2 million per infraction, Mm -hmm. or they want all the total sales from any of the purchases that were made through these knockoff sites. Do you think people bought a lot from these knockoffs? Probably. Probably, especially if the prices were a little bit lower than the actual marathon clothing store. And they're like, oh, man, I got to get my Nipsey shirt, man. Oh, man, $30. I don't know. Go to the knockoff site. Maybe it's 10 or 15. Mm, I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know people's thought process or a lot of people may just go Google. Hey, Nipsey Hustle T-shirt or the marathon clothing T-shirt. And that may be one of the sites that comes up high in the search queue. And then Mm -hmm. they click on it, not knowing any better. They go to it. They see all the different shirts and they're like, okay, well, let me buy one. So it it may be some people not even knowing. And I think that's where the targeting comes in at. Because if in Illinois, for some reason, all of these people are flocking to this site, why not target it there and try to get more people to buy it there? Exactly. Because I doubt like if it was set up to a lot of people in Los Angeles or the West Coast that would probably easily get their hands on the type of Nipsey clothing if they Nipsey clothing if they wanted to. Right. People in the Midwest may be like, maybe just don't know what a real one looks like and gets caught up. So yeah, that could happen. That's a good point too, because I don't think people in LA are going for that. They're, they're probably not going to be participating in that. But either way, I hope they get all the money that's owed to them. I hope these people that are scamming and spamming are uh, made to pay what they owe. Right. Now, let's talk about Rick Ross because Rosé, you know, uh, we just had him on the podcast a few days ago, too. You remember that? That, oh, 
That up, uh, yeah. See, hold on. Let me try to bring him back. <laughs> Let me try to reinvoke the spirit of Come Rose. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's here. I feel him. He's, he's, he's here, here again. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said he's coming back with his best album ever. And this album is going to be called Richer Than I've Ever Been. This project was already been supposed to come out anyway. It was supposed to come out in January of this year. But for some reason, unbeknownst to us, it got pushed back. But now Rosé is saying it's almost about that time. Yep, he was on this podcast called the Bakari Sellers Podcast. And that's where Rick Ross hinted that the Richer Than I Ever Been album will arrive before the end of this year. He mm-hmm. said before this year's up, you get a new Rosé. Yep. And you know he just put out another book. He already had one book out, so he's dropping all types of things across platforms. He's dropped New Bel Air. He calls himself the boss for a reason. He's got checkers going on. He's got wing stops going on. My wing stop is on the way right now. You know I'm tapped in. Hello. I got the lemon pepper. <laughs> it's, it's coming. The DoorDash is bringing it as we speak. So clearly I'm tapped in. I'm excited about this album. I'm going to cop the book. I'm just, I'm Team Rose. We already know I'm a Rose fan. So, nothing left to do but give the release date, as far as I'm concerned. Right. And then Rick Ross also said in the podcast that he's saying that this album is going to be the best album that he has ever done. I feel like all artists say that about every album that they do, but I expect it. I expect the sound to be elevated. I expect him to touch on new topics. I expect uh, some more life experiences that he's gotten under his belt since the last album, Port of Miami 2 will be spoken on on this album. I'm here for it. I think he's going to be very collaborative with this one just because I'm feeling that vibe in the air from everybody for some reason. With the Drake releases, the Kanye releases, the Cole releases... All have been pretty collaborative. No one's kind of been hiding off in the corner to their self, which I feel was kind of what was happening prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were just like, oh, I'm locked in with my team and my camp and my own people. But now I feel like it's more of a collaborative thing happening in the industry. And we'll talk more about that later, too, because Nikki just did something that's in this same vein. But going back to Rick Ross, I think that's what his album's going to be. Yeah, and I think it's been a a while since we did get like an actual full Rick Ross album. So I think as you were saying, like kind of as time has progress and things have happened and new artists have also emerged that he could also work with it'd be interesting to get the rick ross sound with maybe newer other artists that are also picking up heat yeah he just signed an artist to mmg so Mm -hmm. why not put your new mmg artist on the album why not put some of these younger guys on the album i can see that happening Mm -hmm. speaking of albums let's talk certified lover boy i kind (laughs) of lied in the beginning of the podcast i thought we weren't talking about drake today but we got to sneak one in So he is on track to touch 680 to 700 million streams for Certified Lover Boy. That's crazy. That's a lot of streaming. Let's go. Who else but he? Now, uh, on, was it Champagne Poetry? What song was that? No, it's Fair Trade. He said, uno, dos, tres, in the race. They can't hold me. This is what he meant by this. First, second, and third in the race. I saw a stat today on Billboard that said Drake had 27 songs on the Hot 100 in a single week. That was the number one person to have the most songs on the Hot 100 in a week. Guess who the number two person was? Kanye? No, it was Drake again. It's Drake with again? With 24 entries. And guess who the number three person was? Um, wild guess. I guess I'm going to go with Drake. Exactly. So Ooh. that's what when we say uno dos tres in the race, this is what he's talking about. But back to the other accolade at hand. That was just a sidebar accolade. <laughs> Let's get to the original accolade at hand. He's competing with himself again, right? Yes. Yeah, so the last hip hop album that had the biggest first week sales in hip hop was Drake's Scorpion. So now he's beat out... Or on the way to beat out that record. So 
again, Drake has both the first and second spots of most streamed hip hop sales for his first week for an album. Come, hello? The numbers game, man. Drake is winning at the numbers game. That's all I can say. We can compare projects. We can compare how we think things sound musically. Of course, we can always do that. Mm -hmm. But as far as the numbers game, you can't really dispute that W. Drake got that W right now for the numbers game. Now, Kanye is taking home his 10th number one on the Billboard 200 with 309,000 total album equivalent units sold in four and a half days. So it's kind of interesting. Drake's album has been out less time, but it's got more streams right now. Mm -hmm. But Kanye's streams seem to be increasing by the day while they're saying Drake's streams are decreasing by the day. So it's an interesting battle back and forth we got going on here. But we're not going to spend too, not, too much time on Drake versus Kanye today. We, we vowed that we weren't going <laughs> to do it. So let's talk about Baby Keem now. What's up with his new album, The Melodic Blue? Give us the breakdown. Yeah, so that album is coming out this Friday, September 10th. And he unveiled the track list for this highly anticipated album. And we did already mention that it was going to have Kendrick Lamar and Travis Scott, the do-rag activity and Family Ties is going to be on the album. Mm -hmm. But then also the song with Don Tolliver, that is the third feature that's on the album. That's the only features on the album. Okay. Mm -hmm. Baby Kim, I see, I like when artists that haven't gotten to a Drake level or Kanye level yet, Kendrick level, I like when they they hold their own like this. Mm -hmm. You have features, you show that you're willing to work with people, but you stamp your own talent by giving people majority you for the first time around if this mm -hmm. is their first project getting on to you they want to hear you and I think baby Kim is basically trying to give us that so I'm excited to hear it yeah for sure um so and we don't have to wait long because like I said it's coming out Friday and a lot of people are looking at the titles they got titles on there such as trademark USA pink panties and South Africa there's 16 songs so mm. it's a good solid amount of songs on an album a first debut album I would say so Kim is not gonna fail us man his, mm -mm. his cousin is Kendrick Kendrick not gonna <laughs> let that be a bad album He's, he's releasing things and visuals through Kendrick's company, PG Lang. Yeah, it's not going to be bad. I'm, I'm pretty much willing to bet on that. All right, lastly, let's talk about Boosie Badass. So he is bringing his life story to the TV screens near you, all right? He's got a new star-studded film called My Struggle, which is coming out soon. And it's going to heavily mirror Boosie's life story, basically overcoming the odds in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He's come up as a rap artist trying to be successful in music. And he dropped a trailer for it, actually. And you know how, like, Boosie just, I feel like Boosie does a lot of talking about things he wants to do, things he wants to happen. But when... I heard about this movie. I'm like, is this really going to happen? Because, you know, this is Boosie. Like, Boosie talk about stuff all the time. But he actually dropped a trailer for this. So it's official. It's official, official. Matter of fact, let's hear a little bit of the trailer. Y'all okay? I got to get us from around here. Shouldn't nobody have to live like this. Nobody. Cut. Where my motherfucking money at? Funded on the bills, cause I knew you was gonna spend it on that shit. Hey, bro, what y'all wanna be when y'all grow up? I can see it right now. I'm the next witness. You call it Ed? Life of 15. The bad part about it is, cause I'm the one that put them in this life stuff. Man, you gotta keep these young people. Nice. If I let you do one, man, you gonna leave me the fuck alone? Man, not promise, man. Let me just hit one, nigga. Cause I'm less a man. That shit hit a special vein. Make you wanna test that cane. Get your ass in this car. What? Cause I said so. Don't talk to me. Hey, 
So yeah, it looks pretty dramatic. It looks honestly, it looks pretty good. Like I would watch this. Yeah, it sounded intense, kind of very intense. And if you listen to Boosie's music, you know he's lived a life now. Boosie has lived a life. He's been through some things, especially coming up in Louisiana. Especially all the time he did in prison. So I mean, he has a story to tell. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't expecting such high such high quality from a Boosie film that seemingly came out of nowhere. Like I didn't hear anything about this until now. Yeah, it looks like he did like go on the Breakfast Club and did say was the best biopic that we will ever see. So maybe he did a little promotional thing when he was on that interview, but now dropping the trailer and he says like some stars are making an appearance, like Wife and Lucci, Quando Rondo's gonna be in the biopic too. Ooh. Like, hmm. We got some people in there. Now I wonder what age range he's supposed to be playing himself at because I saw that he was playing himself in the movie. So <laughs> I just I'm curious as to what age he's going to step in and start playing himself. But other than that, it looks like a good biopic. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we definitely got to check it out. It says it's going to premiere on September 24th, but I don't think there's any like distribution plans. Like where is <laughs> he just go? shot it? So. <laughs> Maybe he'll put it up on YouTube. I don't know. Maybe we'll see, though. I, I'm down to watch it wherever he says it's at. I'll, I'll go check it out for sure. Based on on that trailer but that is going to conclude today's episode of dx daily that's a good note to close it out on as always subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening to your podcast at whether it's amazon music apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio app podbeam stitcher we want all of it man but you gotta hit that follow button it's imperative okay also subscribe to us on youtube which is hip-hop dx and be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm A Dub on everything too. And we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news.